whoopsie, we have done it once more. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Think Outside the Box Set, the internet's only hot take machine. I'm Nathan Hunt. And I'm Cameron DeWitt. What are we doing hot takes about, Nathan? Uh, this album. It's called Oops, I Did It Again by one Britney Spears. You may have heard of her. Yeah, we're we're covering all of Britney Spears' albums in order, chronologically, in that order, <laughs> time order. <laughs> and uh, we're, this is episode two. So, of, of course, we're doing the, the, the next one in the Ellipses saga. Yes. That, and th- those... This one's a really interesting title because it has a, an exclamation point and then an ellipses. Which yeah. I, I don't, you don't see that very often. You do not see that very often. Because <laughs> I, I think a lot of times you would put the ellipses, like, connect it with the eye, right? Like, uh, like conceptually speaking, you're, like, trailing into the eye. Because you, yes. you can't really trail off of an exclamation point. Like, oops! something like that i don't know (laughs) it's it's weird to think about like like yelling or like exclaiming and then trailing off an exclamation i want it to be oops question mark i did ellipses it it ellipses quotation marks (laughs) (laughs) uh those swedes Uh, love their ellipses don't they i'm checking i'm checking through and there don't seem to be any more um ellipses albums that must mean she stopped working with max martin uh famous uh, swede that's his, that's his favorite punctuation I, it really is <laughs> i mean at least when it comes to britney spears it is yeah uh, uh he's all over now, this ju- album just uh an hour or so ago when i'm assuming you were listening to this for the first time in 20 years mm-hmm. um uh you you said why does this album sound like all b-sides <laughs> oops all b-sides i think is the yeah. alternate title for this <laughs> oops all b ellipses sides <laughs> sides uh it, because it, it really does just sound like the album that we just listened to it sounds it's basically like exactly the same it sounds like the second disc of the deluxe uh reissue edition of uh uh, fuck was that called um baby one more time yeah i i sort of feel like uh baby one more time uh well i'm actually adding extra ellipses my bad you are <laughs> um i sort of feel like that album was a a trojan horse for a couple singles yeah mm-hmm. and this is like the real album because this one has a bunch of singles. Like I actually listened to this album. I, I'm really? remembering now. I'm having flashbacks. Yeah, I remember. Oops, I did it again. Stronger. Um, what you see is what you get. I remember that one. Lucky obviously was a big one. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, that's weird. I remember Dear Diary, even though that's really probably one of the worst ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. No, uh, it's the first uh, writing credit from Britney Spears herself, or at least the first. Oh, interesting of her listed first uh, according to wikipedia anyway um that's interesting to hear because i feel like i had the opposite reaction where last album i heard so many songs where i was like oh i recognize this one or i remember having heard this one and this one this album there was like two maybe three that i recognized i i really think that like you know i i think that the age gap between us now obviously is um uh 
not a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the time, you know, like how old you are when a big album like this comes out targeting a very specific demographic, uh, I think it, you know, makes a difference. And I think for yeah. me, um, even though I, I remember uh, Baby One More Time, um, this one's the one that really I had access to. Uh, yeah, people I were see. talking about, you know, mm-hmm. when I was the age for it. I was mm-hmm. like ready to engage with it. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. This came out over a year after the uh the previous one. Previous one came out the in January of 99. 2000. The year 2000. Wow. Uh perhaps the real Y2K was the Britneys we speared along the uh, <laughs> No bugs in this one. No bugs. It's fine. <laughs> she didn't crash. Oh that's, my god! That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> that's that I had ellipses where it just trailed off after the exclamation. Um, yeah, it's it's funny that that Wikipedia says uh, it is much in the vein of her debut album, "Baby One More Time." Uh, so it says that, but then the next sentence it says it also explores a more funkier and R and B sound, which I, I don't think I don't think it really does. Needed. It's citation needed. Wikipedia, come on. Yeah, I I think it. Yeah, I think that. Uh, you know, they, they had the two singles or whatever from the last album, and they were the Max Martin songs. Yep. Crazy and Baby One More Time. And they were like, let's just do an album of mostly that sound. Right. But the, re- yeah. the rest of the first album, you know, track three and beyond, pretty pretty boring. And yeah. then sometimes, like, kind of strange. Yeah, like it the, definitely the had a weird... wider array of styles and genres that it was dabbling in. Yeah, it was very dabbly. Uh, Not the very beat goes consistent. On. We didn't talk about it last time. That was a really weird track mm-hmm. <laughs> on the last one. Um, and feels more like Euro dance stuff. And then there was like that dance mm-hmm. hall kind of inspired track um, where we argued about whether or not Britney was trying to sound black. Yep. Um, uh, but yeah, this one, uh, there's a lot more Max Martin on it. And, it. and even the ones that don't have Max Martin on it, it all sounds like baby one more time which is to say like it there's not a whole lot of variation on on this album yeah like i think the individual songs are better but they're pretty cookie cuttery um da- down to the like harmonic tricks mm-hmm. um oops i did it again and uh and stronger i think specifically follow that exact same format of you know minor key harmonic minor and then in the chorus it goes into the relative major. Uh, last episode, I kept saying parallel major, I think, sometimes. And I think oh. I said the wrong key. I don't think anyone's actually checking. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I, I mostly meant uh, relative major. So. Oh, okay. And, you know, I uh, fact barely check. edit this show. So mm, fake fact, news. fact yeah. checking myself before I get uh, tweeted from all of our listeners. <laughs> who can tell? The hordes of listeners who are well-versed in uh, music theory. Um, yeah. So this, yeah, it has tons of, tons of Max Martin. It also has recurring uh, minor bit player in Think Outside the Box set. Robert John, quote-unquote, Mutt Lang. Oh. He appears does a little bit of songwriting and production and he brings his wife along for the ride namely shania twain she shows up in the writing credit for don't let me be the last to know interesting at least that according to wikipedia the most shania song yeah according to wikipedia that was written by mutt lang shania twain and keith scott 
Now, which one did Brittany write on? Uh, Dear Diary. She's the first writing credit on that. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I'd be curious to see if she writes more, but that song is the least. <laughs> I mean, maybe it'd be very engaging to a specific demographic again, but mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with the little skit. There's skits in this one. There are fucking skits in this one, including one of the most bizarre things I've ever heard in a pop single. Uh, so that's a little bit of foreshadowing. <laughs> Wait until really we get to weird. that. Yeah, it's very weird. I think you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, and it's in the music video, and the, in the music oh. video, it's even weirder. So, Because the we'll music video is that. also very weird, <laughs> from what I'm given to in understand. A in a different way. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's get into songs. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. My body is ready. I guess that wasn't a lot of foreshadowing because we're going to be right into that song, which is Oops, I Did It Again. Man, that like ultra dramatic sort of uh, like who wants to be a millionaire type sound on the synth. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> is is like the sound of the uh, late '90s and early aughts to me. Because that that was, I don't know if Max Martin came up with that, but it's all over Britney's early stuff. It's all over NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. It's so prominent, and then it just completely disappeared. It was a maximalist time. Yes, a Max Martinalist time. It absolutely was. <laughs> it was his world, and we were just living in it. Um, I mean, yeah, and I guess you you mentioned some of his uh, singles that he's written like recently. He's still working, isn't he? Yeah, he. Um, I remember him. He wrote "I Kissed a Girl" from Katy Perry, which is not that wow. recent. I mean, that's like thirteen, fourteen years old. Uh, oh, "Party really? in the USA" is it that old? Not not "Party in the USA." Shake it off. Uh, yeah, Kiss a yep. Girl was 2008. Yeah, that's... I kissed a girl, so that's 13 years ago. Wow. I didn't know that was 2008. Uh, yeah, Shit. Shake It Off. He co he wrote or co-wrote also uh, Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. I don't know if I know that one. The Weeknd's, I feel like, more recent than... Yeah, that was 2019. Us, okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that was the number one Part single, apparently. Wow, what a smart person. Yeah. Oh, uh, fr- <laughs> friend of the show, Alvin Ekman, um, we, were, we were talking... Uh, <laughs> after uh, uh, I I think you're going to get canceled by our, our Swedish listeners after I you like oh. you made some sort of stinky <laughs> My- fish reference. <laughs> <laughs> I made a bunch of r- racist tirades against the Swedes. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, um, I'm but sorry. He, he uh, Alvin was saying that you know Max Martin is a national treasure, and uh, yeah, I wish we had some of those. <laughs> I wish we had national treasures, <laughs> a book of secrets, if you if you would. Uh, I just want to say I just want to apologize to all of uh, all my Swedes. Uh, I ca- I can do better, and I, I will do better. And I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take some time to step back and uh, listen. And <laughs> and I'm sorry if you felt offended. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm pretty sure I did nothing wrong. Even uh, though your fish is. <laughs> profoundly stinky I <laughs> did i say something about stinky fish <laughs> didn't you it, i feel like you did um 
I just go into you a mentioned- fugue state whenever the the recording light comes on. I don't remember anything I say. It uh, don't Swedish people have some sort of like um like a it's it's like a pickled or fermented fish that's sort of spreadable oh, or something. I remember. I think I, I was with a said. Norwegian person who had it. And even though they're 100% identical, they get really <laughs> mad if you say that they're the same Swedes and, and Norwegians. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. They're not there. I'm, I'm, play, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Hey, hey. Just jokes. Hey, just jokes. <laughs> hey, just jokes. Hey, just jokes. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Alvin, I was, I was actually listening to uh, some of the tunes from the Get Up in the Cool episode you did with Alvin. Some pretty Alvin, fucking cool Alvin stuff. Rules. Alvin's good. Uh, everyone, go check out uh, check out the Happy Heartaches. Um, his uh, his Americana band <laughs> with fellow Swedes. They have this lovely song called "Over There" that they wrote. Um, like in they wrote that? of their. They have a song called "Over There." I didn't know they wrote that. It sounds like it was something like the Carter family was singing like seventy years ago or something. When they're talking about milkshakes and stuff, they talk about milkshakes in that one. Am I confusing it with something else? I don't know. I I'm talking about the Happy Heartache song over there. Maybe there's another one called Wait, Over. Is there. it the one that you sang with him on the show? Get up in the cool. Uh, did we do that one? I can't yeah. remember if we did that. You one. did something. No, called no, no, over no, there. no, no. You're th- you're thinking of um, the. It's like a song about Satan. Something about skillet and got no crown. About- about beating up Satan. Okay, okay, <laughs> Swedish yeah. pastime. Uh, no, like they have this great song in anticipation of um, their tour that ended up being canceled because of COVID. Uh, oh. uh, to the U.S. to like um, play in a competition, I think, or maybe they already won the competition and they got like a gig. I, I forget the details. Anyway, they had this like you know um, very tongue in cheek. Uh, how excited they were uh, to go to America and drink big milkshakes and oh. do American <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, it's really great. Uh, should we talk about Oops, I Did It Again? Oh, I the guess song? so. It's less interesting than... <laughs> okay. Um, I think I did it again. I made you believe we're more than just friends. Oh, baby, it might seem like a crush, but that doesn't mean that I'm serious. Because uh, to lose all my senses, that is just so typically me. Oh, ooh, baby, baby. Oops, I did it again. I played with your heart, got lost in the game. Oh, baby, baby. Oops, you think I'm in love, that I'm sent from above. I'm not that innocent is such an interesting non sequitur way to end the chorus. Yeah, I, I kind of don't rhyme. understand what denotatively <laughs> some of these lyrics mean. Um, so uh, she's, uh, she's running game. Sure. Uh, and instead and he wants her to say his name say his name (laughs) um and she is playing the field and he thought it was more serious than it is and she was just like you know i'm i'm just i don't hate the player hate the game and sorry you thought we were serious but i'm just i'm just you know playing the field and uh i i think i think the key to that line is oops you think i'm in love that i'm sent from above so he has this like idealized version of her as this like pure sweet creature that is in love with him and she's like i'm not that innocent i'm running around with other people probably that makes that makes sense maybe that's more more sequitur than i thought (laughs) yeah i guess i guess that is a little more sequitur sequitur. yeah (laughs) no thanks for thanks for breaking that down for me that makes sense yeah 
Um, so, so this song has that that same Max Martin um, uh, kind of trick <clears throat> that I was talking about earlier, which is um, it's in the like harmonic minor key um, in the verses, and then it goes into the major in the choruses. Uh, can you play the sound sample again? Yeah, you actually find what note it is, so I can figure that. Out. <laughs> Okay, so we're in the key here of um, cool. This here's the thing. What key am I in? Okay, I'm in standard G, so this would be F sharp minor. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, oops, I uh, uh, did uh, did it again. Yeah, it's the same trick. Oops, I did it again. So it changes keys to lost in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would be an A major. So it goes to the relative major. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it goes back. Oh, baby, baby. Oops. I think that moment is specifically nice because it yeah. goes. You know, it suspends the the uh, relative major and then it goes back um dun. not that innocent and uh yeah that seems to be max's favorite thing i think it's a little bit less potent in this one um after having just you know hung out with baby one more time uh mm-hmm. and it's just like well we already know that you could do this what else can you do yeah exactly so <laughs> yeah uh, so for that reason, I'm a little bit more interested in the song "Lucky" uh, because I think it's a it's harmonically a little bit different than things we've heard from yeah from her in the past. That uh, yeah, I that is a very catchy song that definitely does not sound like uh, it's the same song as "Baby One More Time," which this one does. Yeah, um, which it feels like it's on purpose. It's like, oops, I did it again. Guess yeah. who's back? Shady's back. It's exactly. Like that. Yeah, it's yeah. Th- there's definitely like a meta layer to the uh, the title, for sure. Oops, I did it again. I use the same chords. <laughs> I changed the key to the relative major. <laughs> Precisely. Um, so uh, let's hear some. Uh, an absolutely wild moment from this song that oh, yeah. I completely forgot was in there. Uh, let's. Uh, uh, I have titled the sound sample "Excuse Me, What the Fuck." So here we go. <laughs> Harps. Harps. Brittany, before you go, there's something I want you to have. Oh, it's beautiful. But wait a minute, isn't this? But I thought the old lady dropped it into the ocean in the air. Well, baby, I went down and got it for you. Oh, you shouldn't have. Britney Spears reveals that the subject of this song is James Cameron himself. (laughs) The guy who loves tootling around the ocean in his little submarines and digging up old treasures from shipwrecks. It's 
James Cameron. And he went down and he got the 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 necklace that that old bat dropped in the sea at the end of Titanic, <laughs> and he gave it to her. And she's like, yeah, whatever. Who gives a shit? Uh, so the thing that makes this even stranger is that um, this music video is set on Mars. Well, of and, course. Um, the, yeah, well, <laughs> the, <laughs> the protagonist of the music video is... Um, I don't know who it is. It looks like like a like a Jonas brother, mm. but obviously it's too too old to be one. I was gonna say it's so, so it's like an like infant that. at this point in time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a little baby. No, it looks like a Taylor Lautner or like a Jonas brother or something. It's just like a cute boy, no, you know, very clean shaven. Um, and he's an astronaut. He's on the Mars rover or lander, and he lands on Mars. And he's you know talking back and forth with uh, with Houston. And then I think he maybe even says, "Houston, we have a problem." And then uh, it's revealed that there is a stage set up uh, on Mars. Well, yeah, and obviously. it's um, kind of looks like. It's it's like the uh, live at Red Rock uh, Amphitheater, I it's, think. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and uh, Dave Matthews Band is there. No, it's um, <laughs> yeah, it's Britney Spears. Yeah, there, there's some, there are some kind of like weird like like faux tribal kind of elements to it. Like I almost I almost wonder if it's supposed to be like the uh, Red Planet, um, like the the the. The, the like turn of the century um it's it's like a F- james fenimore cooper book but uh, in space oh like an know? edgar rice burroughs type thing that's what i mean yeah, yeah. The i know Martian it's not Chronicles. actually yeah <laughs> cooper but yeah it's, I, it's almost like that at points anyway it's britney spears and a bunch of dancers britney spears has this um she has like highlights in her hair she's uh she's got this red uh, like pleather jumpsuit um, that she's doing this whole dance routine in. And she's doing it. I mean, she's an impressive dancer. I didn't actually watch any of the music videos from the last one. Um, I think I want to try, <laughs> try to keep doing that. Cause that's a lot of what she was selling. Um, right. But uh, yeah. So when that interlude comes, uh, Oh, and up until that interlude, uh, the like non Jonas brother is uh, sort of, lusting after britney spears this martian (laughs) (laughs) oh and she and she doesn't have a space suit on obviously she's just breathing the martian air or non-air or whatever um okay all right yeah so uh, but he yeah so he's like lusting after her and then that interlude happens and he you know i don't think you actually see the necklace but he get he gives it to her and and then she (laughs) then she says that she says that line it's like so she's seen titanic or she's aware of it or like <laughs> maybe maybe in the intervening three years since it had been released uh it had that she had gotten a vhs copy of it on mars i think it was one of those <laughs> ones that came on two vhs tapes so she had to set it yeah. aside an entire <laughs> afternoon to watch it yeah i guess that makes i think it takes like eight months to get to mars yeah like current technology i think so yeah, yeah. and okay. that's the kind of vhs yeah. you would send express to mars i think yeah and that's the kind of thing you would bring to mars in case you found um <laughs> <laughs> a martian lady in a, a red leather jumpsuit <laughs> yeah uh this is this whole thing is made all the more bizarre so so that's like several layers of bizarre already uh yeah. it's made all the more bizarre 
by the fact that in the song she's explicitly getting on a train and he's giving the necklace to her all aboard yeah let's listen to that again (laughs) yeah dream sounds There's something I want you to That's have. a fucking choo-choo. <laughs> yeah, there's a choo- there's a choo-choo in there. There's I a don't, fucking choo-choo. I don't think Is it a Martian train? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the choo-choo is in the music video. The sound or the or an image of a Martian train. Okay. I don't think. I think they left it out, but the dialogue is still in there. Yeah, that's so weird. It's re- it's really strange cuz typically if there's like dialogue in a song it's because you want to leave it in because everyone's familiar with the music video. Right. Um, and because the context in the music video mm. makes so much sense. But in this one, it seems like they came up with the dialogue first and then they had a separate music video idea and then they had to include that little skit. Yeah. But they had to cut a massive part of it out. So they had to cut the entire yeah. context and replace it with fucking Mars. Yeah. That's it's so fucking weird. It's really, it's really uh, ill-conceived. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Bit indecisive, maybe. Uh, okay, I want to talk about uh, her affect. Ah, um, the sounds uh, effective. The 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 froggy noises ah, um, that the, she uh, makes. Uh, vocal I, fry. I took a yeah, there's a sample in there called "Frog no- Noises in Post." And here's my theory. I think <laughs> I think that her vocal fry is added in post in this. And I'm not going to be able to tell over Skype, but when I was listening like just through Spotify, it um it sounded like composited and there were a few moments where she was like phonating and vocal frying at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like she like I don't know what they did if they just had her do mul- like do a vocal fry take, now do a normal take, um, and then they just sort of spliced it in, but it sounds really unnatural. Did you hear that? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> At the end there, <laughs> it sounded like they just overlaid a, a sound sample of her going. Gurgling. <laughs> she sounds like fucking Palpatine. Yeah, <laughs> do it, do it. <laughs> okay, let's. We gotta. We gotta hear that again. Uh, I'm gonna try yeah. starting it from the middle of the sound sample. Or if, I don't know if I can. Okay, there it is. Uh, there's like it. It definitely sounds overdubbed. So let's let's take a listen. It just happened. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Together we will rule the Sith. <laughs> Turns or out Britney whatever. Spears was uh, Snoke this whole time. <laughs> you got big Snoke energy. <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah, that was. <laughs> I don't know how that got in there i think it's supposed to be like a porny kind of sound um yeah so many porns i've seen involve women going (laughs) (laughs) do it do it (laughs) Uh, Uh, 
let the hate flow through you yeah oh I, that's most of the porn i see uh involves that <laughs> line specifically uh, it's uh, that's my do it kink. again <laughs> accidentally <laughs> uh, an entire legion of my best <laughs> troops <laughs> Your faith in your friends is yours. I'm ready to talk about stronger. Let's oh. get stronger. Okay. Let's get stronger now. Oh yeah, Cameron and I were moving and grooving to that. I think that that major <laughs> that major key change is like again super effective. Mm-hmm. My loneliness ain't killing me no more. Like with the stacked up harmonies, it's mm-hmm. very ABBA. Yeah, it's really catchy. Mm-hmm. Ah, kudos to Max Martin. This is another Martin joint. Sure is. Hey, I like, uh, this is like the, I mean, I guess you could say that Oops, I Did It Again is like an empowerment song, but this one's more explicitly an empowerment song. Yeah. It's about Oops, I Did It Again being- is, is less, is more about like just being totally careless with another person's feelings. <laughs> Oops, and you l- got cucked. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to, I guess you could read his empowerment. That doesn't sound very convincing to me, but yeah, you're right. This is much more explicitly an empowerment song. Yeah. It's just about like saying like, no, I'm not going to take you back because, mm-hmm. um, uh, my, my loneliness ain't killing me no more. Uh, meaning that whatever hole there was that I was trying to have you fill, um, now it is, uh, I've, uh, I've, I filled it with something else. Uh, so. well, it's, it's also directly a reference to baby one more time. The oh, line, my loneliness, my loneliness is, killing, is me. killing me. Yeah. And I, I yeah. st- must confess, I, I still caught believe that. Still believe. That's a great point. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, this is a sequel song in the tradition of, of sequel songs. Uh, and it's uh, explicitly a follow-up. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at a genius annotation and I forgot that there is a song called I'm a slave number four letter U. Oh yeah. And uh, so I, it's, it's not just empowerment for the rest of the this season, <laughs> right, but uh, there's yeah. a nice little moment here. Yes. Uh, here I go on my own. I don't need nobody. Better off alone. Here I go on my own now. I don't need nobody. Not anybody. Here I go. This is a white snake. Is that, is that the name <laughs> of the band? Basically, yeah. <laughs> here I go again on my own. Like a Britney, I was uh, born to walk alone, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I made up my mind. I ain't wasting no more time. Um, so <laughs> do you, uh, do you want to play the sound sample that says very Christopher Nolan? Yes. This is the end of the I song. I do. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like, uh, you know, like 
I don't know, 13, 14 years before he would introduce us all, reintroduce us all to that sound. Yeah, I mean, it turns out the composer uh, gained inspiration. He just played a, it's, if you, if you, if you really like deconstruct it, it's just a slowed down version of Stronger, just played really, really slowly as they get more into the dream layers. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that was Cobb and uh, What's Her Face's song, you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that like, it wasn't, I can't, I don't know if that's actually true, if it's just an urban myth that, uh, that that like blah sound is uh uh the 80th piaf song oh interesting it's like is it la vie en rose maybe we i i I mean i will look up and see if i can get a definitive source on that and if i can it will be in the show notes what is the blah i put a note there (laughs) um yeah i mean that'd be are you just thinking of didn't uh isn't that wasn't there a biopic with Marion Cotillard? Uh, of e- Edith. Oh yes, there was that though. Um, Is that just what you're thinking of? <laughs> you're just thinking of that. Okay, hang on. While writing the screenplay, Nolan wrote in Edith Piaf's "No, je ne regrette rien," but almost took it out when he cast Marion Cotillard, who had just completed an Oscar-winning turn as Piaf in the 2007 film La Vie en Rose. Zimmer convinced Nolan to keep it in the film and also integrated elements of the song into his score. In particular, the film's iconic brass instrument fanfare resembles a slowed down version of the song's instrumentation. Interesting. So, uh, okay. it's not the Edith Piaf song I was thinking of, but it is one of her songs. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, that's a tangent. It's, it's a, it's a funny, it's a funny way to end a song. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, uh, there's a nice moment in here where there's like a seven measure loop, um, where, sorry, jump the gun there. (laughs) uh, She doesn't sing. I'm stronger. Um, to like go back into the minor key. She just goes back to the top of the chorus. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's an odd amount of measures and I think it's kind of cool. So you want to play that? Yeah. goes right back in oh man that sounds so much like an nsync or backstreet boys song (laughs) that specific Uh sound sample (laughs) uh it's so funny how how just dominant that one particular sound was yep coming from nominally different sources but with like all the same people behind them uh what uh what else should we talk about i i'm we could we could uh, talk about I can't get no satisfaction. Yeah, um, because they do the Rolling Stones song and they do some kind of interesting things with the song. I don't think I like it as well as the Rolling Stones song, but we could talk about that. Um, yeah, what you see is what you get is interesting. We gotta lucky, talk about obviously. lucky. Yeah, yeah. So all right, yeah. Let's. But maybe let's just go roll over to the Stones real quick. Yeah, a cover of a song from 1965. 
I do like that they that they brought the uh, the beat and bass and harpsichord riff from the real Slim Shady into this song. <laughs> yeah, this is a nice touch. Uh, so, so this this song does like the opposite thing. I didn't recognize if it's like um, if they're relative majors and minors or not, but it starts in major and then it goes to the minor. Um, so typically in this song, uh, it's it's sort of when they sing, I can't get no, 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 no. When they do that part of the song um, in the the Rolling Stones, it's implied that it's sort of a blues tonality. No instruments are actually playing major chords, but it's implied it's implied that if there were chords playing, they would be major chords with a blues minor third over the top of it. And what Britney Spears is singing and what the instrumentation is doing is is saying no we're going to make it definitively minor in this section mm-hmm. which is an interesting choice and sort of an inverse of the typical max martin trick um i don't know if max martin is involved in this recording or not i don't see any i don't see his name on any of the credits at least in the genius lyrics uh yeah so well the let's see the writers are a couple of yahoos i never heard of uh okay. mick Yaga, I th- he might be German, and uh, Keith Richard, maybe some French guy. So a, a German and a French guy wrote this, I think. Yeah, Keith Dix. <laughs> he certainly does, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I took a sound sample of the original so we can compare. Well, let's do that, shall we? It, it, it plays both. Mm. That sounds so much like. I'll get to it. (laughs) And here's the original. Notice how it doesn't go to the minor here. God, it really sounds like uh, this Britney Spears version. They're trying to make it sound like um, that Destiny's Child song, uh, which apparently is called Jumpin' Jumpin'. It's the one where it's like, ladies, leave your man at home. The club is full of ballers and their pockets full of grown. Yeah. It sounds so much like it to me. So, I mean, this is totally uh, a tangent, but... Yeah, absolutely. There's some moments on this album that feel more like black R&B music than, um, than, than they do like Swedish pop music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the like, very, uh, like, very, like, drawing attention to itself minor key uh, really makes me think of that Jumpin' Jumpin' song. There's an interesting verse here that I do not believe is in the original. Uh, <laughs> oh, when I'm watching my TV and that girl comes on and tells me how tight my skirts should be, but she can't tell me who to be, baby. I've got my own identity. I can't get no, 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 no. Satisfaction. Uh, uh, good question. So, yeah, I, I don't know what the original lyric is, but I think that's an interesting little little statement. Uh 
it's a it's a variation on a verse from the original. I'm looking at the lyrics right now. When I'm watching my TV and a man comes on and tells me how white my shirts can be, well, he can't be a man because uh-huh. he doesn't smoke the same cigarettes as me. I can't get no, oh no, no, no. I haven't listened to very much Rolling Stones. Um, my impression is that they don't have a lot to say. <laughs> uh, that's sort of the impression I get too. <laughs> yeah, like that they're like kind of shallow people. I don't know if that's true. I'd love to be proven wrong, but like this song is like pretty obnoxious to me. Yeah, I agree. Uh, lyrically, I I think it's super catchy. Oh, definitely music. Yeah, but yeah, um, the Rolling Stones. It, it yeah. feels like even when they had something to say, they didn't have anything to say. Like sympathy for the devil is like I hate that song. Yeah, I mean it's like <laughs> I think it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it seems like they're trying to make some sort of statement or like be edgy, like talking about Satan or whatever. But then it's just like, well, what what are you even saying? Like, what is this even for? Yeah, yeah, I don't think they have anything to say. Yeah. Well, um, oh, there's a skit before this. Mm. Uh, we should listen to the skit mm-hmm. and then maybe move on. <laughs> Okay. 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 So listen, listen. So then he goes. No matter what I do for you, it never seems to be enough. Ew! I can't believe he said that. You don't think I'm like that, do you? Well, you are. What? Don't tell me you agree with him. Oh my god. Well, I mean, oh my god. Everything's fine, and the next minute you're freaking out. It's like you're never satisfied. Satisfied. I know I'm a little picky. <laughs> hey, I just know what I want. That that. Do you, she literally do said you think they, satisfied. They put, <laughs> Satisfied. Do you think that they put that like uh, extra drawly um, uh, other character in there to make Britney Spears seem normal, less <laughs> less Mississippian? I yeah, I think so. Um, it still comes through in Britney Spears' speech. Yeah. But, uh, it, it, yeah, I mean, both of them sound like someone from the South slash Southern parts of the Midwest. Uh, trying to transform their native drawl into like a Los Angeles kind of like Valley girl satisfied <laughs> kind of thing. I don't know. At least that's, that's, I hear a little bit of that. I don't know. Uh, can we talk about what you see is what you get, what you see. And then parenthetically is what you get. What you see is what you get. Letter you. It's another of the same song. Oops, she did it again, again, again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if this is a real oops or not. <laughs> is she really accidentally doing this? Because she keeps doing it. Fool me once. I mean, shame on me. And fool me 18 or more times. You can't get fooled again. There's a saying in, <laughs> in Texas. I, I know it's in Tennessee, but... <laughs> uh okay so this what you see is what you get i what does that idiom mean what is it supposed to mean i don't think it means what this song 
thinks that it means uh it refers to uh computer interfaces uh, more specifically when it comes to like uh desktop publishing uh you would you, but in, in the era before computers like it was very hard to visualize what you were laying out on a page and so when something like aldous page maker was uh released for the macintosh in the late 80s early 90s <laughs> A pioneer what you call a what you see is what you get or, or WYSIWYG is the acronym that they sometimes used what what you see plus plus <laughs> so you thank you plus plus. <laughs> that added a lot <laughs> uh, wow uh, I, did you like clock back in for that <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> like like it's my job or something yeah <laughs> no it's just i grew up with you that said shit. all that bullshit so easily <laughs> i grew up with that shit man um i used PageMaker since like before i could i don't know do something before when i was still in diapers do you have god do you have a real answer for me <laughs> oh uh no i just have a bullshit answer <laughs> i haven't really okay. thought about the lyrics I, I feel of the like song. what what you see is what you get is um i think it's typically supposed to mean like uh that that's so like it's just specifically about being like candid um i i guess not playing like, games. not putting up a front yeah um but yeah this this song it, and also like almost like a like i feel like maybe sometimes people use what you see is what you get in like a sort of cautionary sense ah uh-huh but in, in this song, the, it's basically about, you know, Britney is with a new, um, with a new partner yeah. and the partner is being, um, uh, possessive saying you're wearing too much makeup. Your dress is too, ju- too tight. You got no reasons to be jealous. I've never be, been untrue. So does it really matter if they're looking? I'm only looking at you. Uh, I know you watch me when I'm dancing, when I party with my friends, I f- can feel your eyes on my back, baby. I can't have no chains around me, baby. I could be anything you dream of, but I got to feel free. Um, it sounds like you should fucking dump this dude's ass. He's a fucking turd. Like, I mean, why, why are you like kowtowing to this like dumbassery? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's a fucking turd. Come on. Yeah, I, it, It's kind of, it's kind of like hard to say, like, cause I don't know. She literally just used I, the word chains. <laughs> yeah, ab- absolutely. But like, I feel like culture has changed a lot in yeah, <laughs> like the true. last uh, twenty-one years. And I was, you know, I was watching this music video, and you know, looking at the 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 young man, uh, the the baby faced, uh, hot young man uh, in the uh, "Oops, I Did It Again" music video. And watched how he was portrayed as like a uh, a sexual object mm-hmm. and a sexualizing um, object. Um, and as compared to uh, Houston, which the the main sort of actor, the mission control person, um, I think was supposed to be coded as like a nerd, uh-huh. um, or as like a. <laughs> A real, a real beta. He was a small, brightly colored um, little piece of candy, sort of in an amorphous yeah. blob shape. Yeah, you just sort of <laughs> just pour it down. Yeah, instant diabetes. Yeah. Um, I think that it's like the 
<laughs> quick quick aside i think the way that you that one eats nerds is kind of the most troubling sort of debased <laughs> yeah you have a box and you're just sort of like just tipping the box to just shake it dump that mouth. box straight in your mouth you filthy hog like <laughs> this is what you want and it's what you deserve <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it's, uh, I think that's how you're supposed to eat it, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, what are you going to do, put it in your hand first? I don't think so. I've never seen anyone eat nerds like that. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that, you put it on that on that little, like, bit of, of skin and muscle between your thumb and, and index finger. And then you snort it. <laughs> snort it, yeah. Use a long pinky um, fingernail to uh, just sort of, like, yeah. cut it. <laughs> Anyway, what I was trying to say is the actor and the character of the the mission control Houston guy, um, I feel like he's supposed to be like a nerd and he's sexualizing through like the view screen or whatever, uh, the Britney Spears Martian character as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we're supposed to sort of think that he's sort of like funny because he's a nerd and, 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 and has a sexuality, mm-hmm. um, but that you can't take seriously, essentially. Right. But... Um, I think that that actor is hot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he's like a, a really handsome guy. And like, I think today's ideas of beauty, um, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we could talk about like feminine beauty too, because like the, the way her makeup is presented and stuff is very different. Right. Like it's coded very differently than maybe it would be today. Um, anyway, uh, I just thought that it was, that that it was it was strange that like there was this clear delineation of um uh which one would be the hypothetically desirable man mm-hmm. um in the coding in this video in the in the visual storytelling and um the reason i bring that up is because you're saying why doesn't she just dump this guy mm-hmm. and i i wonder if the answer is because he is uh stereotypically masculine and that is the more um uh desirable uh desirable trait Mm, mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah you're choosing hotness over self-respect yeah hotness and also like sort of like alphaness yeah you know Uh he's a chad is what you're saying yeah so like it it almost feels like in in the music video um it almost (laughs) feels I mean, the music video doesn't make any sense. I don't know how to read into it, but it's like on the surface, this is a self-empowering song. Um, but her her goal is still to sort of um, to get to be with the kind of <laughs> uh, the kind of person who would have this attitude, right? The like emotionally abusive dude who uh, causes her to say, uh, "What is it?" I could be anything you dream of. I guess she does temper it by saying, but I got to feel free. And then I I guess the pre-course she does say, you should never try to change me. I can be nobody else. And I like the way I am. So I guess that's better. Yeah, but she's like trying to change this person to, you know, like, I don't know. I, I I think it's probably ultimately like a helpful song. Yeah. I I think you're Um, right. Yeah. It goes a little hard on it. Yeah. And you know, like it's, it's obviously like dramatized, like, you know, jealousy by itself in a romantic relationship isn't necessarily um, a toxic or bad thing necessarily or suspicion. Sometimes mm-hmm. 
you feel that because someone is, you know, uh, deserving of of that sort of uh-huh. suspicion. maybe someone is oops you know, i did it againing and they yeah, played with your heart to, or they're trying and to they make got you lost feel jealous, in the game you know, you know? <laughs> so typically me yeah <laughs> um so anyway uh i don't know there's a lot to unpack in this song mm-hmm. but uh i think i'm done unpacking yeah <laughs> i don't want to I, I think we should talk about lucky and then maybe uh call yeah him. let's get lucky cameron It's kind of a bop, a little bit. Yeah, it's really catchy. It's very catchy. Yeah, it's um, I this is one of those ones I heard on the radio. I I mean, I texted you. I was like, "Lucky, oh my god, I forgot this song existed." It just like instantly flooded back to me. I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember this." Holy shit! Uh, Can you synopsize this song? Oh yeah, it's it's about a a girl who is apparently literally named Lucky, uh, who is a famous Hollywood star, but. Even though she's a famous Hollywood star, she's still sad. But why? She's famous. You know, that's the that's the real question at the heart of the song, Cameron. If there's nothing missing in my life, then why do these tears come at night? Yeah, it's uh She's got a lonely heart. It's in 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 light of of everything that we know about what would happen to Britney Spears and what did happen to her, mm-hmm. um this is kind of a dark song. Yes. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> oh no. Because uh, she has like a, a, a very troubling life. Um, and, it, and it feels exploit, exploitive, exploitative or exploitive. I, oof. I, I, I am on record as ad, liking to add uh, syllables to words that don't have them. Like I think exploitative. I, I, I think that's it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exploitative. Um, I think you caught me on the show saying combative instead of combative at one point. I don't know. Uh, let's just. I'd say combative. Fuck. Oh no. <laughs> well, let's just say exploitative. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like uh, you know, uh, it's the same song. It's Max Martin and Raimi and Alexander Cronland are writing this song, and it's like why are they <laughs> why are they writing this song like it seems there's something like fetishizing in the song mm-hmm. even though the song is sort of an anti-fetishizing song sort yeah sort of yeah like like the song's about like okay like uh yes this person's famous and they should be happy but there's this dark side to fame yeah and um to having all this attention on you but ultimately I feel like that is supposed to increase the allure for, for Britney. Yeah. It's supposed to like add to the, to the image or the romanticization of um, like stardom or it's like, Oh, she's, she's not only famous. She's like so deep too. I think that's what we're supposed to feel. Yeah. And then ultimately when that stuff comes to light in real life for Britney, people, are not interested. Yeah. And well, people are interested, but they're, but they're, but they, they're not endeared to her. Right. They're like, Oh, time to throw her out. Yeah. 
Um, so, which I think is beginning yeah. to be rectified. Uh, that documentary that got released, I think, I think it was last month. Uh, fuck, what was it? It wasn't called Freeing Britney. It was called um, uh, Framing Framing Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Yeah. Um, after that, some people take issue with that documentary because they do not talk to her. I also don't know if she is able to speak freely yeah <laughs> about wikipedia stuff, so seemed to heavily imply well wikipedia says that they tried to get in touch with her and it heavily implies that uh the communications were sort of uh ignored by the people who uh filtered any communications that might be right. coming her way um yeah i i i'm really curious to see what change that documentary might spark because there have been a, quite yeah. a few celebrities who have come out saying like we need to like we, like there was I think there was a hashtag trending that was like we're sorry Britney like everyone's like repenting Whoa. for how badly they treated her and Justin thought Timberlake of her. came yeah. out well he didn't come out but he <laughs> apologized <laughs> <laughs> no he's still in the closet but no I mean I think he is uh, an obnoxiously straight man <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like impression. too straight. <laughs> Um, what is that hashtag? We're sorry, Brittany. Uh, I, I think it's um, if we if you go to the Wikipedia article for framing Britney Spears. Okay, I'll, I'll put a link. Yeah. Um, I want to do a little like a little music theory corner again. I'm getting I'm getting a lot of just like fun uh, pop music theory out of out of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In a way that's that, that uh, Max Martin, bro. That's that Max Martin stuff. Um. Let's see if I remember my closed shape voicings on. Once again, I don't play chords on the banjo very much because I just play old time music. <laughs> but so this song, uh, I believe, is in C sharp major or D flat major. Um, she's so lucky. And then later on, it goes. And then it goes up there. Mm-hmm. So um, it goes to the relative minor. Ah, uh, yeah. It does the reverse trick, mm-hmm. like we were talking about. So, yeah, instead of just um, she's a star and a cry major four chord to the major five chord resolved to one instead of that it does this classic pop trick which is five and then a major three chord which is outside of the key signature which is serves as the dominant to the relative minor (laughs) and then it goes to the relative minor in it it, folks that's what we call a deceptive cadence right there and you know and that that stuff that that's the drama Sir that's the me. thing that you know the uh the 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 uh the people who aren't thousands of dollars in debt for you know music uh theory bachelor's degrees <laughs> like i am uh when they listen to that you know and like especially at the time you know they're listening to that and they hear that little that little harmony change it's like oh i'm being signaled to feel a specific thing mm-hmm. you know um because my expectation of i've had a ex- this expectation set up that it's going to stay, you know, pretty major key. And then all of a sudden the melody staying the same, but the chords are changing underneath and, um, reframing, uh, the same melody mm-hmm. showing the darker, darker side of it. So anyway, I think that's good, good, effective harmonic storytelling right there. Yeah. 
Um, should we talk about Dear Diary real quick? Yeah. Oh, well, let's listen to the Lucky Skit. Oh, right. right. The Lucky Skit. And, and then do Dear Diary. Yeah. Hi, what's up? This is Britt, and I'm not in right now, so do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yo, Britt, you're a nerd. You really need to change that message. Look, I was thinking about that movie Next. we saw the other mm-hmm. night. You know how she had all that fame and all that money. She still wasn't happy. Wouldn't that make a cool song? <laughs> So, so uh, the idea for the song had to come from a man too. <laughs> it's such a weird yeah, thing to also, establish. Like, is it like a plausible deniability? Oh, this isn't about you, Brittany. This is you it's know, a movie we saw. This is about a movie we saw, which is so funny because it's it's the barest of fig leaves. Like even when I was a kid, I was well aware that oh, this song is definitely about Britney Spears herself. Like. I mean, I was in middle school. Also, fuck Britney Spears for being a little, a little bit quirky for saying "do your thing," <laughs> which she also goes on to say, "Hey, I'm just kidding." Well, no, I think she was <laughs> she she already back. I think she was kidding about the beep because she made the she was like, "Do your thing, beep," and then she's like, "Just kidding." Oh, I think that's right. the beep sound. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even. Uh, it's such a trope at this point that I can't even uh, recognize it anymore. Yeah. Like a fake. Beep. <laughs> uh yeah okay i thought we should listen to that yep and i'm glad we did all right let's listen to a little bit of a little bit of theater uh so this one's all about cheese and butter and ice cream and how much britney loves it it's called dear dairy knows me better than you do so This is such a musical throwback. This sounds like a ballad from the eighties, like a Whitney Houston, like a Whitney Houston, right? Is that who I'm thinking of? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It sounds so much like it. Yeah. Yeah. That synth sound. Yeah. And the, like the chime bell tree. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and the melody, like the, the, the song structure and form, like really makes me think of like eighties ballads. Oh, I didn't put down the skit. There's a skit before this one too, which has very little to do with this. Um, because the skit is about how her and a boy like go to see where they go on a date and then they go back to her place or his place. And then they watch movies and like, she's telling this to other girls and they say like, Oh, did you kiss? And she's like, I'm not going to tell. Um, but then this song is all about, uh seeing a boy mm-hmm. and wondering if he noticed me it's not it's not about you know someone that you netflix and chilled with yeah although that that skit is notable for apparently according to the genius um featuring the line of dialogue oh he was so sweet he took me to eat and brought me roses you know how people are always saying that guy took me to eat <laughs> Max Martin, right? That <laughs> probably. <laughs> he hit me one more time. Hit that me up hit on me. the phone. That is. <laughs> don't don't get me in trouble. <laughs> he hit me and brought me to eat. Or sorry, took me to eat. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, 
Yeah, dear diary. Yep. I tried to smile, but I could hardly breathe. Do you need to breathe to so smile? She's just like he smiled. Well, <laughs> <laughs> typically when I can't breathe, I'm not like. Huh. <laughs> I'm pretty happy that I can't breathe right now. <laughs> Little wistful smile. Uh, he smiled, and I thought my heart could fly. Oh, that's a diary. Good do you line. think that we'll be more than friends? I got a feeling we'll be so much more than oh, friends. Oh boy. I just I prefer to think of her, those lines as being directly addressed to the diary itself. Hey, diary, do you think you and me are going to be friends? I think we're going to be more than friends, if you know what I mean. <laughs> She's just seducing her own diary. Yeah, well, it's, uh, <laughs> don't want to yuck any yums. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is a nothing um, song. Yeah, it's pretty boring. Uh, well, I think, uh, what, what are we going to cover next week? What's I next? think it's called Britney. Oh, very good. Her her uh, first self titled album, the uh, E Pony Mouth. Yeah, the f- ooh, callback to episode one. Ooh, callback ooh, to episode callback. one, <laughs> where it all started. I'm wearing my um, I want to be a cowboy baby with a with a, a little baby on a on the toy. Oh horse yeah, in a cowboy hat. Shirt. We haven't mentioned our our merch store for a while. We do have we one. Have merch. We haven't added. We to haven't it added to it or changed bit. it up. I think. But it's. I there. think we got a little discouraged once I ordered something from them and it arrived like, kind of misprinted, and I felt bad about like trying to hype it up and <laughs> tell people to go there. <laughs> well, this one sh- turned out fine. Yeah, that one did. Yeah. yeah. Well, may- maybe we'll have to someday. We'll have to add some some more merch. Do do some of our classic bits. Yeah, we got so many. I think. I think. I don't know. We should make a, a Stone Cold Jane Austen shirt. That was a bit from for more recent. And I don't think that's already a shirt, even though it seems like it, it should seems be like, like it a, would be. Yeah, but I guess not. Like a Facebook ad yeah. shirt. <laughs> I was born it's in 1987, funny, and my star sign is a Sagittarius, and I have a son who loves to play in clover. And I think that you should listen to what I say. And if you don't, you better not. You you better you won't want to see the bad side come out of me because inside me there's the Joker and the thief. <laughs> and my favorite writer is Stone Cold Jane Austen. <laughs> <laughs> and all of that is with like uh 18 different fonts <laughs> yes, yes it is <laughs> and sizes. Uh, yeah those shirts are so uh if i ever see anyone with one of those shirts i uh i'm going to st- steer clear well, of them obviously by a wide margin because i don't even want to be able to read what's on it i just know it's gonna obviously because 90 percent of them are literally directly threatening you like like they won't even find your body like a bunch of them literally say that (laughs) they're so like fucking psychopathic yeah they're like there's a lot of them that are like um you know uh blink twice if you're in danger (laughs) you know like like my my boyfriend is uh uh, scares me sometimes but i know he loves me like a lot of (laughs) shit shit oh boy uh well Yeah, so that was a weird place to end the episode, but we're ending that there. Uh, thanks for listening, yeah. everyone. We'll be back next week with 2001's Britney. It was released on Halloween of 2001. Spooky. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, until that time, you can visit us online at boxset.website. Email us at email at boxset.website. Tweet us at Tobias Podcast. Uh, write us a review on iTunes. Jam those stars. Type those words. Um, if you want to support us more directly, you can go to our Patreon at support.boxset.website or... You can go to our merchandise page at 
store.boxset.website. I think that still redirects. <laughs> roll, the, roll the dice. Yeah. <laughs> Go there and uh, roll the dice. Let me just check real quick to make sure. Oh, Safari can't find the server. So uh, don't go cool. there. <laughs> it does not work. Hey, you know what? We're <laughs> we're we're gonna figure that out sometime someday soon and add some add some. Yeah, uh, you should also join the Discord and you should listen to Cameron's other podcast, which is called Get Up in the Cool, and has been doing some cool things lately. Oh yeah did did I ever mention that the Shohei episode came out? You I did last did. week. Yeah, you mentioned that it came out because I was hyping it up. Forever. Yeah, because he played electric uh, guitar. If you can believe it. Yeah. Yeah, most most of the time is fiddles and banjos and stuff. Uh, but um, yeah, there's been I don't know some great stuff in the in the recent uh, uh, catalog of episodes. Everyone should go check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, I got an email from someone. Always a good start. <laughs> uh, I I have to I have to field so much uh, bullshit. The people who write in to think outside the box set, I think, are like ninety nine percent lovely mm-hmm. and have just constructive nice things to say you would not believe the like weird boomer shit or you probably would, but <laughs> I, well some of it's really bizarre and actually pretty unexpected but i have to field a lot of stuff i guess for my target demographic mm-hmm. it's really strange mm-hmm. but anyway someone recently said to me um <laughs> they said uh, uh i just joined your patreon because um i've listened to your show for a long time but i didn't want to join earlier because there's so much like uh, you know, basically identity politics, you know, conversation, mm-hmm. and now you you've changed more to just simple music interviews, and I think your show is better for it. Uh, so like this is after they joined my Patreon, and then they like wrote me a message to say basically <laughs> that they're gonna stop giving me you know a couple bucks an episode, <laughs> like <laughs> a veiled threat. Yeah, um, that's charming. Which is which is really weird because like the show's uh, ninety percent of the episodes if not more are just like well i learned this tune from youtube or at a festival (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know and it's just like uh so apolitical but then also like the political aspects of it like i don't know like i had elizabeth laprell on uh back in november and we talked about like feminism in old time ballads uh like the entire time and it fucking Mm -hmm. ruled um and then I like literally like came out on the 200th episode, which was recently. Mm. <laughs> anyway, um, go listen to that, and uh, you know, make the uh, change, skew my demographic a little bit, please, <laughs> so that I can get lovely messages from you instead of these weird boomers. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, until next week, I've been Nathan Hunt, and I've got that big Snoke energy. I have been Cameron Dewitt, and just dump that box straight into <laughs> your mouth, you filthy I'm a nerd's piggy. That's that's sort of that's sort of my identity these days. <laughs> I I do uh, I do in enjoy nerds i don't enjoy most candy these days because i'm an adult uh but you just want to still enjoy nerds i'm just one adult um yeah i think they're i think they're good they like taste they're good distinct and i like them i haven't thought about them yeah. or tried them in many years but i wonder i like the weird crunch. there is a weird crunch to them yeah, yeah. huh kind of into it and and honestly 
the the tip in the tip in the box back <laughs> is part of what I like about it. <laughs> you just like the indulgement of depravity, which is my favorite uh, Milan Kundera novel. <laughs> what a lovely, what a lovely joke! Uh, that was mm. tasty. Chef kiss, <laughs> spicy meatball. Uh, sometimes we do like holiday cookie decorating parties. Mm-hmm. And um, often we have nerds to put on holiday cookies. And the nerds help you decorate them, the cookies? <laughs> and and most of your friends are nerds, right? Of one kind or another. Yeah. Hot nerds. <laughs> Hot nerds in your area. <laughs> <laughs> Hot single nerds in your area. Want to control your mission. Just a bunch of nilfs just running around uh, 